you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Eric the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show on this Monday. Uh, today's topic is truth for youth, mm-hmm. their defense. Mm. Truth for youth, their defense. The word of God, knowing the word of God um, and living uh, the word of God where it is uh, prescriptive is the only defense for our kids. And Amen. you know they're counting on us to be able to, to train them in that, to show them how to wield the sword. Um, first of all, to get them the gospel, right? And mm. then to present the truth to them, um, I would say at the same time, yeah. that you're getting them the gospel, <laughs> yeah. that you're presenting the word of God to them. So anyways, we're going to be talking with Tim Todd. Uh, every year we talk about Truth For Youth Bibles, and so uh, this year is no different. And um, we're going to be talking about the importance of getting the word of God into the hands of students. Man, there's so much going on this year, and even last year that was just different yeah. um, about the way school you know, is happening and we heard that even in the news. Uh, I just got to say, I'm so concerned about the anxiety levels of children. Hmm. Um, I think that we have, I want to say unprecedented anxiety levels, but I'm not sure because I haven't done any research on it. Right. I would say the only thing that I can think of that comes close to um, the kind of reporting, if at all, um, as far as the anxiety level of children because of like trauma and being exposed to information and all of that. The only thing that I have seen in my lifetime was nine 11 yeah. where they actually did studies coming out of that. And they found that because of the ubiquity of the story everywhere, um, it was one of those, you know, um, I, I don't know. No, that didn't begin our 24 hour news cycle. Actually, O.J. Simpson trial and, and all of that began our 24-hour <laughs> news cycle, if you can imagine. Yeah. So a bit of trivia there. But but anyway, um, t- 2001 uh, certainly saw, mm-hmm. you know, the plastering of news stories everywhere mm-hmm. and every single angle. And, and kids were watching this and they did studies and found that because kids were exposed to this, that kids were more anxious than previous generations. That mm-hmm. generation of kids growing up watching that didn't feel safe, uh, were overly uh, anxious. And and I'm wondering, I look at what's going on now, and man, I mean, I think the coverage of uh, COVID-19 yeah. and questions of masks and even the wearing of masks. Yeah, while um, in school, having to wear oh masks. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I, I don't know exactly if we have the numbers yet, mm-hmm. but I really wonder what that does over time to... Yeah. Um, the minds of children. Yeah. yeah. And you know? I would say even on top of that, what's being taught now yeah. uh, in the schools, you know, uh, like the CRT or even the, the sexual yeah. deviancy, all that yeah. stuff piled up on top of, you know, uh, living in a pandemic and all this kind of yes. stuff. Man, it has to have an effect. It all comes to converge. And, um, you know, we will see over time what it does to our children. Yeah. I, I for one, do not want to submit my kids, our kids, to this experiment. Yeah. 
you know, how much can you throw at a child who is still developing mentally, um, who is still developing emotionally, developing socially? How much can you uh, throw at a child who is still developing and see that kid have what we would define as normal um, expected development? Mm. And I think also what you see happening increasingly is that because our kids are not developing normally Mm -hmm. and not developing as we expect, we keep changing the expectation. Hmm. So this is, you know, and this is more of a social construct than it is a medical one. But now you have people saying, you know, there's no such thing as normal, <laughs> right? You just, you just are. So we, we don't have a measure. We don't have a stick that we can look at and say, well, these are normal um, expected, you know, this is normally expected growth yeah. or emotional development or physical or psychological development. And I think that that's going to be, um, that's going to be a real shame. Yeah. Uh, for our kids. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to talk to Tim Todd about Truth For Youth Bible Week. Um, also, we got just a couple announcements we want to square away. And then, Will the Great, I was hoping that we could have a conversation around your challenge to the youth in our local fellowship uh, on yesterday. I just, you know, been thinking about that. And, um, and I think it was a blessing to our young people. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully it'll be a blessing to parents and maybe some of the young people who are listening today. Yeah. But before that, announcements. announcements yes. Yeah. Um, you can uh, email us at Addisons at AFR.net, Addisons at AFR.net. If you would like to send us an email, please email us there. Uh, also, if you want to follow us on Facebook, just look up uh, Airing the Addisons, and we're live there uh, by video, so you can check us out. And also, we have a, a Marriage Family Life date night coming up August 24th. You can go to uh, MarriageFamilyLife.net to go and register. Make sure you register because we need to know uh, account of the people who are coming um, and you have until the 17th to register. So make sure you go if you want to be a part of the Marriage Family Life date night. It's a free event. Uh, so it will you go to marriagefamilylife.net and you can uh, register there. Um, go ahead. No, you, you go right ahead. Go right. I was, I was say just going to say with the, with the date night, we're mm-hmm. coming down to the final uh, count for yes. registration as far as how many more people is almost closed. We can allow. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah. I, okay. So if you I need to, if you want to yeah. register, register now. Yeah. That's what I would, that's what <laughs> I would wait. say. Like, you know, if, if you're like me and you're kind of like, is it, you know, is it time? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's time just yeah. because we do have a number that we're, we're going to cut off at, that's um, right. could probably fit more people. In fact, we could fit more people, but we have a number that we're saying that's it. And we're getting very, very close yes. to that number. Yes. So and that's in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. Forgot to say that. So you when you go to marriagefamilylife.net and, and uh and register, you'll see all the details there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Already seeing on social media uh some of our listeners and supporters who are going to be coming out just for a fun date night. Mm-hmm. Um listen, one of the things that we say when when we do this, uh we are not going to know more about marriage than some people in the room. Right. Certainly we are not going to have been married longer right. than some people in the room. Right. Uh, so that's not at all what you're getting. It's not a counseling session. No, it's a fun date night. It's a, hopefully an encouragement and a break from uh, the monotony of mm-hmm. life and just a reminder that marriage is God's idea and we should be celebrating it. Yes. Not only speaking out um, and in response to what we are against and, you know, but also talking about and declaring what we stand for and making much of that. Yes. And that's what our date nights are. We are Amen. making much of marriage. We are joyfully, happily, gloriously married, um, even with all of the, you know, the trips and the hurdles and all of that stuff <laughs> that marriage is, uh, it's God's idea and it's worth fighting for. So That's right. anyway, more information at marriagefamilylife.net. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, as far as what I shared yesterday, you know, I always have this thought of I had I've been reading through the book of Daniel uh, and Jeremiah. And so it would always come to my mind, like, I wonder what uh, Daniel and his companions, what their parents or uh, those who are mentors over them taught them, because yeah. it's evident that when they were taken captive uh, in Babylon, that they had been trained in such a way where Babylon didn't change them, yeah. you know? And so in talking to our young people yesterday at our church, our local fellowship, you know, I, I was thinking through like, what would be some of the things that I would want to tell um, the children of our church and our kids, you know, our, our family, yes. you know, uh, in the, in the, in the days uh, that we're living in now, that looks like a modern day Babylon, yeah, you know, absolutely. What, are the, what are those things, you know? And so I started off talking about how, you know, it's to me as a parent that Daniel's parents and uh, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael's parents must have listened to the prophet Jeremiah, who was, mm-hmm. who was prophesying for over 40 years in Judah, you know, and there were a lot of people who were not listening, but apparently they were. And so you see in the book of Daniel where they're confronted time after time, you know, with different scenarios as young men and they're standing strong. And mm-hmm. so the, what I what I want to share with the young people were just four things that uh, I would share with them, you know, just uh, coming from the book of Daniel and Jeremiah and also looking at James chapter one, verse 27. Um, but the first thing was to be for them to be excellent, mm-hmm. meaning you know, they are being trained up in school. They're, they're you know, learning different things. Um, and those things are valuable, not uh, in a sense of putting education before God, mm-hmm. but God can use those things as tools, you know, uh, for his service. And if you look at uh, Daniel and his and his friends, you know, they were they were the sons of uh, nobles and royal family, but they were smart. You know, they mm-hmm. were, the Bible <laughs> said they were good looking, showing intelligence in every branch of wisdom, endowed with understanding and discerning knowledge. And so they, and I was telling the kids to take seriously what you're learning in school. You know, you yeah. might seem like, oh, I don't feel like, you know, going over history and all, but we learn history in light of the word of God. You know, Amen. it's all yes. linked together. And so yes. uh, that the education that they're getting to be excellent and to do their best, you know. And so that was one thing. Also, I, I shared with them uh, about loving God with their mind. And I talked to them about George Washington Carver mm-hmm. and how God really used him to do some great things. Uh, and so and secondly, I, I shared with them uh, that they should be resolute. I, I would tell them to be resolute, to be resolved, to to know the God that they serve and not to back down at all uh, to the things that would come up in culture. You know, Daniel when he was when when they were presented to eat the food from the king's table, right? He mm-hmm. at that moment he stood up and he was like, "No, I will not. You know, I don't want to defile myself." He was mm-hmm. resolute in not defiling himself with the king's food. And also, uh, when we see uh, his companions when they were in Daniel chapter three, when we look at uh, them being told to bow down to this image, well, they said, "We're not going to do it. You know, we don't have to convene about this." Uh, we don't have to talk, you know, amongst ourselves. This is something that we're not going to do. Mm-hmm. And so the thing was that they were resolute, you know, and they knew their God and they wouldn't back down. Then also mm-hmm. I talked to them about being prayerful and keeping good company. Um, when when Daniel heard about uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, 
wanting to go through and kill all the wise men. Uh, he, Nebuchadnezzar said, look, I, I need for you to come uh, and tell me, not only interpret my dream, but tell me the dream and then give me the interpretation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Daniel was, and, and, and the wise men were like, there's nobody that can do this, you know. And we see in the scripture that Daniel, the Bible said, when he heard about what was going on, he went to his friends and told yeah. them and they sought the Lord. They prayed. And so I was telling them, make sure that you're around people, companions that are godly, that you guys can get together. You guys can pray about certain things, you know, yes. that bad company can corrupt good morals, you know, and to be prayerful. When Daniel uh, under King Darius, when they were trying to trick King Darius to really to get rid of Daniel and, right. and say that you cannot pray to your God, you know. Um, Daniel did as he, as he normally would do. He opened up his window and he prayed. You know, he was resolute, but he was a he's a prayerful man. And so just kind of talking to them about that. And lastly, it, it was uh, James chapter one, verse 27, where it talks and talks about not being uh, stained by the world. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's how we ended it. You know, there's so many things that are coming up. Uh, with our kids, you know, uh, sexual deviancy, you know, use my proper pronouns, address me like I want to be addressed, you know, and and our kids are not to be stained by that. They're not to like give in to this culture and to say, okay, well, I'm I'm just going to be nice and do what you say to do. But man, that should be a, a, a you know a resoluteness and and not being stained by the things that they would hear, the things that they would see, to be on guard so that they can be useful. Uh, to, to, to God. And so that, that's kind of sums up what I, what I talked to them about. It's a fantastic summary. And, and I'm hoping that maybe we can make this available for our listeners um, with the Bible reference. Um, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of times the parents we talk to, they're always interested in. Um, so, so what are you guys sharing with your kids? What are you teaching your kids? And then how can we get that same information to our kids? And I think this is one of those um, devotionals that you can do with your kids around your dinner table. Um, maybe, you know, just on, on your couch in the, in the living room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly it's something that you could do um, if you lead a Bible study or if you facilitate like a Sunday school or something like that yeah. um, to encourage and to equip Christian kids. This is so important. Be excellent. Training our kids to be excellent, to love God with your mind, to be resolute, to be prayerful and keep good company. And then lastly, don't be stained by the world. Mm. And then, of course, looking at the supporting text for that. um, So important. And man, look. It was instructive even for the adults. <laughs> it really was. Praise God. All right. We got to grab the break. When we come back, we're going to talk truth for youth, uh, our children's defense. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We really do appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. Yes. And I'm Will and as Jonathan McReynolds. Not lucky I'm love. Sherry B and J-Mac are on tap helping us navigate the show. You can catch the live stream um, on Facebook and maybe YouTube. Yes. Uh, if you I just, know Facebook maybe. for sure. Okay, so, <laughs> so there you go. Um, man, it seems like every year we say, oh, my goodness, if ever there was a time that we need to pump the word of God mm. into the hearts and the minds of our kids, we say it's this time. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but I kind of feel like this time takes the cake. There is so much. <laughs> I, I and, and so look, we'll get together, Lord willing, maybe next year. And there'll be something else that mm. we see um, that just kind of points to the depravity of man and the human condition yeah. and why the Lord Jesus Christ is the only remedy. Um, so we're going to talk about Truth for Youth uh, Bible Week, which is so important to us here at American Family Radio and has been for years. August 9th through the 13th, we are trying to get Bibles into the hands of our young people and boy, do they need the word of God. Amen. Um, I, I want to say something and then and then we'll turn right to our brother, Tim Todd, who is the founder and the director of Revival Fires uh, Ministries. And uh, we'll talk more about it. But listen, you know, there there was a time mm. and, and brother Todd can correct me on this if I'm wrong. Um, there was a time where when we looked at Truth for Youth Bible Week and we spoke in terms and, and this is still true. I'm sure this is still true. We spoke in terms of getting the Bibles into hands, uh, the hands of kids who maybe were unchurched kids who, you know, had not heard the gospel, did not have a Bible, things like that. But increasingly it occurs to me that church children uh, need the word of God. And for some reason there is an increasing deficit in the amount of Bible literacy or the rate of Bible literacy uh, among the churched in this country. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Uh, but brother Tim Todd is with us. Brother Tim, how are you? Doing great, Mickey and Will. So good to be with you today and appreciate your program very, very much. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. That really does mean a lot. I know that, you know, we're passionate about the same things. We care about the souls of men. Amen. Uh, we care about the word of God. We believe um, that the word of God is transformative. And um, our kids now more than ever, they need Bibles in their hands. Yes. Yes, they do. They certainly do. Go ahead, Pastor Todd. I just wanted you to elaborate on that. Absolutely. Just talk a little bit about what you're seeing. Well, I tell you, uh, Miki, one thing that has been very disturbing to me is the the lack of the Word of God that is being taught in so many of our churches. Mm-hmm. And I know, and you know, that as the church goes, so goes the nation. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I believe the reason why our nation is in the trouble that it's in right now is because the church is in trouble, as Mm. it is right now. And it's time for the church to step up and to do what God has called us to do by being what God has called us to be. Mm -hmm. And if ever there has been a deficit of the Word of God in our churches even, in Mm -hmm. many of our churches. Now, thank God for the churches that preach the Word of God. But there Mm -hmm. is such a... Uh, there is such a lack of teaching and preaching of the Word of God in so many of our churches and so many of our youth groups. And as a result of it, it has bled into our nation. And I believe the reason why America is in the trouble that it's in is because the church has not been what God has called us to be. Mm, Absolutely. And this is so pronounced in our young people, Brother Todd, like this. I mean, if you look around, you see the, the pain, you see just the hollowness. Um, There is no anchor for the souls of our kids. Like there's, there's nothing to kind of root them. And so now they're just kind of like buoys. They're just tossed back and forth. And there's so many parents who even listen to this program that kind of find themselves at their wits end. They don't know what to do, but truly a return to the authority of scripture, a return to the word of God is what we must do. And, and for some reason people keep looking for other remedies, but we know that the truth is found in the inerrancy of the scriptures. That's right. Anytime there's any place where you can't read the Word of God, come on, including our public schools, there's something wrong, and somebody had better be doing something about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the distribution 
of the Truth Youth Bible is all about shining the light of the gospel in our public school system. Certainly, the Word of God should be in the home, and it, and that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Certainly, the Word of God obviously needs to be in the church, but I believe that also when we kicked God out of our schools in 1963, uh, that, that our nation has never been the same since. We've had crises after crises, chaos and trouble and turmoil in every direction, and I believe it is a direct result of us taking God out of our schools. Mm. From that year... America became number one, 1963. The Bible was taken out of school. America became number one in violent crimes, Mm. illiteracy, teenage pregnancy, illegal drugs, the divorce rate, and it can all be accurately traced back to the very year we kicked God out of our schools. Mm. I believe if we will get God back in our schools, there won't be room for the devil's activity. So I believe that we need to return the word of God to our public schools, we can do it legally through the distribution of the Truth for Youth Bible to Christian young people that will get on fire for God and give the Bibles away in school. And that's what this project is mm-hmm. all about, offering hope to our mm-hmm. young people through the distribution of the Word of God. Mm, that's so good. I want to come I want to come back to hope in just a second here, but I want to make sure that our listeners know how they can get their kids involved. But please, somebody put a bookmark there because I want to come back to hope. <laughs> our kids are in a desperate situation right now in this country, and it's being aggravated, um, you know, in all kinds of ways. And, and so I want to come back to that. But here's the way to get your free Bible. And by the way, the Bible is free with the promise to give it away. The Bible is free with the promise to give it away. There are two ways for you to get the Bible. You can order online by going to truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com, or you can call 800-733-4737, 800-733-4737 between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you'll be able to, to speak with someone and request your free Bible that you promised to give away. The Bibles can also be purchased in bulk. So if your youth group wants to undertake a mission and hand out these Bibles, then you are also able to do that. Truthforyouth.com is the website. You can order anytime online, truthforyouth.com, or you can call between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., 800-733-4737, 800-733-4737. Brother Tim Todd, um, you know, you mentioned hope. And as we think about our kids, and I would say that that's probably one of the words that we could use to describe um, what characterizes a lot of the presentation that comes from our kids, hopelessness. Like there is, and and I want to keep coming back to this word too, there is no anchor for them. Um, it, it almost seems like among our kids, and, and this this scares me, but it almost seems like among our kids, um, everyone or each one just sort of does what is right in his own eyes. Hmm. Like each kid is just kind of calling audible, hey, you know, I feel like doing this, I'll do this. And, and in some instances, you have homes where parents have completely checked out. They have believed the lie that the kids are not really their kids. They just are food and shelter and that the kids, they don't have a responsibility. And we see this reflected in our kids. And certainly by extension, we see this reflected in the public school system. You're exactly right. And Mickey, the thing of it is, whenever you remove God from the atmosphere, then it gives room for the devil to move in. 
And right mm. now we see young people at a higher level of anxiety, stress, depression, and hopelessness. Uh, um, the suicide rate is at an all-time high. And I believe it is a direct result of the young people not being anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It is not just the responsibility of the schools. It is the responsibility of the parents to uh, put the Word of God into the life and set the example of the young person at, in home. But mm-hmm. in many of our homes, God has been removed. And I believe that we don't need to get the Word of God in school until we have the Word of God in our homes. But we need the Word of God in our homes. Our young people have got to look to parents that will set the example of teaching our young people how to pray and read the Word of God, teaching our young people how to seek the face of God and to have an intimate marriage relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if they will do that in the home, then it bleeds over into other places where that they go like school. But our schools are in just a horrible situation. They're teaching young people that we evolve from apes, uh, teaching young people that abortion is just the sloughing off of a lifeless massive tissue, mm. that homosexuality is an acceptable alternative lifestyle. You see, they're teaching young people in our public school classes that sex outside of marriage is okay as long as you use protection. These mm. are lies from the pits of hell that are in direct opposition to the Word of God. So not only are many of our schools trying to keep God out of our schools, but they are teaching and, and uh, our young people and instructing them things that are in direct opposition to the Word of God. And from that, it breeds hopelessness. From that, mm. it breeds uh, uh, anxiety and st- stress and depression. From that, it breeds the spirit of suicide. And so it's no wonder our young people are in the trouble that they're in right now. What they need more than anything right now is Jesus Christ. That is the only hope, the only truth, the only thing that's going to help them in this in, in the days that we're living in in America right now, if ever before, mm-hmm. we needed to get the Word of God, Jesus Christ, among our young people in our schools, the time is now. Amen. Amen. So from what you're saying, I, I'm listening to what you're saying, and the picture seems pretty bleak. Um, the things that the reality of what's going on in the schools with being taught, um, the things that are happening, the suicide, the depression. So this may be a controversial question, but I want to ask you for Christian parents, should there be a consideration of pulling out or do you think, or are you of the mindset that, that they need to be there to be uh, light? Because I know every Christian child is not ready for that type of environment. Exactly. You know, it, it's a, and that is a great question, but there is a, a, you know, it, it's a lot of hard work that parents have got to spend a lot of time doing this and our children are worth it. So mm-hmm. here's my response to that because you, okay. you know, obviously this is a phenomenal question. So, so I, uh, you know, this has been asked before yeah. and, and, and what I believe, I honestly believe that the public school systems are not a good place for your children. That's just my opinion. Now, mm-hmm. if a parent has their child in public school, then, you know, thank God for it. Be a light in the schools. But I personally believe that homeschool, private school, Christian school, school-based, uh, 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 you know, Christian-based in the school yeah. is the best route to go. 
as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But you've got a lot of young people that they don't have that kind of a a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those young people that are in the school systems, we've got to take back what the devil has stolen. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in school, and I'm 59 years old. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in school in elementary, we would pray before we would, yeah. I mean, the teacher would stand up in public school and, and in the lunchroom and pray over everybody's fr- food. We'd pray over our milk time. Mm-hmm. We, You know, I mean, that was just commonplace. Yeah. Yes. And so that type of thing has been replaced with godless, godlessness in our schools. And and so my opinion is if there, there's any way that you can put your child in private school, Christian school, I, I'm all for that, or or uh, in uh, you know homeschool. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I think that that is a great thing. But if you're not able to, then what we've got to do is for the schools. You know, this is a for me. This is an evangelism outreach. Fifty-three point eight million students in our schools. Mm-hmm. Forty million don't have a Bible. That's the mm-hmm. biggest wow. mission field in our nation. So we have targeted the schools with the gospel of Jesus Christ to win those public school students to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, man, I am so grateful for that response, Brother Todd. I am so grateful for that response because, as you know, so many Christian parents are troubled by what we see happening in the schools. I mean, on all sides, it seems like the enemy is prowling around our children. And we have all kinds of scenarios that parents are facing. There are some parents who say, I cannot afford to put my kid in a private Christian uh, Christian institution. There are some parents who say, both of us are working. We don't know how we're going to home educate our kids. We don't know how to do it. And so there are some parents who still have their kids in the public school system. And so to, th- to them, here is what I would say, and I'm, I'm curious to get your take on it. If your kid has to be, for lack of a better way to describe it, in Babylon, then you've got to prepare them. You've got to ready them for Babylon so that they can say no to ungodliness. You've got to equip them. You've got to make sure that they're full of the word of God. Because what I fear is that there are some parents who are not understanding the times that we're in. And they don't understand what's at stake. And so they have not equipped their kids to be where they have them. The word of God equips our kids. You're right. And you are exactly right, Mickey. And here's the way I look at what you just said. And I'm I'm just thinking this through. I have watched through the years that what God meant for good with television, the devil has used for bad. And hmm. and the and our, our parents, there are many parents, even Christian parents, that get lazy and they'll sit their children down in front of a television set mm-hmm. for God knows what they're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll social media, I believe, is a tool that God made mm-hmm. for us to be able to use to get the gospel out and yeah. encourage mm-hmm. the believer. But mm-hmm. the devil is using it, even in Christians' homes, by uh, Christian parents giving their child a smartphone and saying, "Here, just have at it." And right. I'm, I've got it. I'm busy right now, and I've got to talk to so and so for an mm. hour and a half. And so you just sit over there in the corner and do whatever you want to on your oh, social on your phone. And that is happening all the time. And as a result of it, it's gripping the minds of our young people. Yeah. And this is a devastating thing. So many of our parents that are supposed to be Christian, godly parents are setting their children off to the side to do whatever they want to on television, watch whatever they want to, Come on. whatever they want to do on social media. And as a direct result is having a devastating effect on their child when they should be pouring the word of God and prayer and the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus Christ, the yeah. cross of Calvary into our young people. Amen. God has a plan for every one of these children, but God has given the parents uh, has is uh, expecting the parents to do our part to train a child in the way that they should go. And if they'll do it, they won't depart from it. Yeah. Amen. Listen, Amen. I, I'm telling you, 
<laughs> now, now I will say this, unlike any other time that we have gotten to uh, spend some time talking about the importance of parents' roles, the fire is here. Yes. Because we, we are at that point of no return. We yeah. have no choice yeah. but to stand firmly in the role that the Lord has called us to stand in. More on this when we get back. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay right there. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We really appreciate mm-hmm. you listening. Um, this this is rubber meets the road time for Christians. Yeah. And <laughs> you hopefully in part listen to this show because you know that we are going to be honest with you. We are going to tell you the truth. We are going to use the word of God as a straight edge to filter what is happening in our culture to encourage you to do what God has called you to do as parents. And I would say even as grandparents to help the busy parents. Yes. Um, but we are at a crossroads in this country and, yeah. and I have been, I, I have been talking for years about critical race theory. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that at the beginning of having this conversation, it felt just a little bit crazy because it seemed that people thought that I was providing a solution to a problem that wasn't, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Right. So I spent a lot of time defining terms like, okay, let me tell you what is being taught right now in some churches in America. Let me tell you what the conversation is. And it seemed like, oh, no, I mean, come on, that's not. And now, and now, where are we in mm. this country where we have critical race theory being taught in schools all across this country, overtly and covertly, mm-hmm. all across this country? And parents are saying, wait a minute, you are not going to describe my kid as an oppressor. <laughs> that's what parents are saying. Parents are not, parents are saying, you are not going to describe my kid as oppressed. Right. I've worked too hard to tell my kid that he or she can do or be whatever. And, and now here you're telling there's just certain things you're not going to be able to do because you know, color of your skin. Yeah. And this is normalized in our public school system. Kids are confused about sexuality. They are confused about sexual intimacy. They have no biblical point of reference, no biblical framework for navigating the culture. And let me tell you something. I'm not talking about kids who don't know Christ. I'm talking about kids who, if you walked up to them and asked them, they would say they were Christian. Yeah. And they would say they go to church. Yeah. Guys, we're in trouble. And if we want to see things turn around in our country, then things must turn around with the people of God who inhabit this country. Amen. Amen. All right. Welcome back. This is Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We're talking Truth for Youth Bible Week. Yes. We're at a crossroads in this country. If your kids are still in school, equip your kids. Yes. And that's exactly what we're encouraging you to do. Equip your kids to be bold, to be resolute, to know the word of God and to share the word of God. Don't just encourage your kid. Oh, you know, you just got to just make it out. Just get out. What kind of hope is there in that? If your kids are going into the public school system, if your kid is going into the public school system, you better ready that kid for that system. And unfortunately, today, we're not doing that. Brother Tim Todd joins us. We're talking about Truth For Youth Bible Week. You can get a free Bible to give away. If your kid agrees to give the Bible away, you can call um, and get that Bible, or you can go online to get that Bible. You can go to truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com, or you can call 800 733-4737. That's 
4737. Uh, if you're calling, you can only do that between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, Central Standard Time. Brother Tim Todd is with us. Brother Todd, there are some incredible things happening. There are some um, incredible testimonies coming out of the ministry of giving away Bibles. Yes, and Mickey, let me say in agreement with you that I'm in total opposition to critical race theory being taught to our schools, in our schools, to our young people. But I do believe in CRT in this manner, and that is Christ real truth. Come and on when now. we have CRT, <laughs> Christ real truth, this is what is going to give our young people the hope that they need. And we've seen so much of this hope taking place as young people are getting saved. I've got a testimony here from a young person that received a Bible as a result of the American Fan the Radio Project last year. Here's what he said. My life completely spun out of control. I found myself in deep sin and eventually got caught by the police. One of my friends at school gave me a Truth for Youth Bible that he heard about on American Fan the Radio. After that experience, I decided to surrender my life to Jesus Christ and place my life under God's authority. Thank you for the Truth For Youth Bible. Send me more and I'll give them to my friends, Joseph in Jacksonville, Florida. That wow. testimony makes it worth all of the Bibles that we're giving That's away right. as we bring hope to our young people in America's schools. Yeah, That's right. You know, I was thinking about something, and, and I want to get your take on this, Brother Todd. You know, when we talk about equipping our kids with the Word of God, there are some basic assumptions we make about what our kids understand. And really, they they are assumptions that we don't have to make. We can know factually what our kids understand about the Bible by way of training them in the scriptures and then um, asking them questions. So this would be called robust discipleship, where we are actually making sure that they have a biblical worldview, uh, looking at what's going on in the culture, and then uh, juxtaposing those things against the scriptures and saying, okay, what does the word of God say? How does this comport with scripture? How is it antithetical to the faith? And I had um, this experience recently with our kids. So we uh, educate our kids at home and uh, we disciple them robustly. We make sure that they are trained in the word of God, which means that uh, we have regular conversations about what's happening in um, current cultural context. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I learned something in talking with our kids. So the big three, we have six. So the big three um, are 11, 13 and 14, 11, 13 and 14. And as we were talking to them, we happened to be um, working through history. And so you might think, well, how do you get to a conversation about human sexuality when you're talking about history? <laughs> well, because if you read the word of God, <laughs> um, God's story includes some pretty torrid stuff. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> if you're reading the Bible with yes. your kids, you're going to get some questions where they go. Now, wait a minute. Um how in the world? Okay. Like, so, <laughs> yes. so you have to deal with these things. So the, the conversation turned very quickly to us talking about human sexuality and God's design for sexuality. Yes. And in the course of this conversation, I was talking to the big three about um, two people becoming one flesh during sexual intimacy. Yes. And you know what my son who is 11, this is what my son said to me. <laughs> my son said, mom, I always thought when you said that Husbands and wives are one flesh. He said, I thought you meant marriage. He said, I thought that marriage made two people one flesh. He said, I did not understand that you were talking about just the act of sexual intercourse linking people together. And so we gave a biblical reference for this in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Yes. Um, you look at this uh, 13 through 16. And we read and we talked about it. 
And this was eye opening for him. And this is mm-hmm. what I tell parents all the time. When you give your kids a biblical defense for where you stand on human sexuality, you remove this weight that you've got to like oversee this. Yeah. Right. Right. You're saying this is God's design. And I think the point, the whole point that I'm making in all of this is that we have misunderstood the power and the word of God to train our kids. You're exactly right. And You know, one of the things that we do in the Truth for Youth Bible, Mickey, is when we cover these subjects in these comic stories and these mm-hmm. graphic novels, yes. we like, for example, I'm looking right here at the uh, uh, comic story that we have on the subject of uh, sexual purity, and it's titled Passes and Plays, and we do a play off of uh, a football team at a football mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, from a biblical perspective, bring these passages of Scripture into it so that a lot of these young people that are ending up with these Bibles that have never been taught this at home, mm-hmm. and they don't have yeah. the godly parents like Will and Miki, but instead they've got parents that are kind of put them on the shelf, are not mm-hmm. serving God at all. Mm-hmm. And so we're coming at this from a biblical perspective so they can understand what God's plan is for sexuality in their life, what God's plan is and what God is in opposition to, mm. according to that passage of Scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, what the Lord does not allow for mm-hmm. homosexual perversion. Wow. And, right. uh, uh, you know, that God God has a plan for these young people. Mm-hmm. And we have got a, a roadmap for our young people, for our children in our home. And, in fact, if they don't, if their parents are not Christians, then through the Truth for Youth Bible, we have a roadmap for these young people as they get saved that they can find out what does God say mm-hmm. about these subjects. And that is what I'm so thankful for. And, yeah. You know, I, I wish that I it would be wonderful if every family, if every parent were godly parents that would teach and instruct their children. And so what we're doing whenever we're focusing on the distribution of the Truth for Youth Bible is to get this Bible into the hands of unsaved young people that find their way to the foot of the cross. Mm -hmm. But it has to go through the hands of a Christian young person who perhaps their parents did not explain to them some of these things from a biblical Mm -hmm. perspective. And you know that before they give this Bible up to their friend in school that's not saved, they're looking through those comics. That's right. That's absolutely right. Listen, I want to encourage parents. You know, there are some parents, we hear from parents, um, that are in different positions, right? Mm-hmm. And there are some people who still will say to us, we believe that our kid is on a mission, um, that our kid is in the public school and that God is using them. And to those mm-hmm. parents, I say, amen, then equip them. Yeah. Then make amen. sure yes. that they are ready to be used. And so I want to speak very specifically to the parents who are listening today. And you say, nope, I, I believe that the Lord is using my kid in the public school system. Now, I will... I will continue to encourage that we need to explore our options as parents because we've got a system that is not hiding its hand. It's right. not hiding its hand and where it stands and its hostility to the truth of God's word. Yes. I just want to say that. But if you have your kid there, then ready your kid for action. Get the word of God to your kid and encourage the type of boldness that your kid will undertake to get the word of God to his or to her friends. And again, there are two ways to do that. Uh, You can go to truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com. You can order online at any time. If you're going to call and order, you can call between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., you can go uh, call 800-733-4737. 
That's 800-733-4737. Brother Todd, I'm wondering if we have a little bit of time to hear more of the testimonies that are coming out of this ministry. Um, I just want to say that over 1 million Truth for Youth Bibles have already been given away in the past 20 years uh, because of this evangelism effort, because of this outreach. And this is an incredible testimony. Um, you can just imagine the lives that are being touched and the lives that are being changed because of having access to the Word of God. Yes, and you know, one other thing, if they want, if the, your listeners want to get additional copies at a discounted price, they can also order those Bibles when they call in to get their free Bibles for one Bible per teenager per household. If they get a case of 50 Bibles, we let them have them at our cost, which is only $2 each, $100 for a case of Truth for Youth Bibles to use for a Bible club or to use for their youth group. And I want to say, Miki, with regard to what you just said, I believe that there are three ways for you to raise your children. Mm -hmm. By example, by example, and by example. <laughs> whatever your Amen. children see you do, they will emulate. That's whatever right. they see you strive for in God, it will create that same desire on the inside of them. Mm -hmm. And so if you are a soul winner, your young person in your home is going to want to be a soul winner. That's good. Take a Bible to school and give it away in school. And I've got a powerful testimony, very mm. short here, but it's powerful, from this past uh, about three weeks ago. As far back as I can remember, I was going to church, but just going through the motions, just doing what my parents told me I had to do. I went because they went. It was just a weekly routine. Around middle school, I started cursing and looking at pornography, things that I knew were wrong, but I continued to do it anyway. In high school, I started drinking, doing drugs, and having sex. Uh, my life had completely fallen apart. I would feel good in the time that I was going in and doing those things, but then I would feel worthless after I would finish doing it. Mm. Uh, a guy in our school gave me a Truth For Youth Bible that he heard about on American Family Radio. The comics were really well written and got my attention. God used the Truth For Youth Bible to help me realize that I needed a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm on track with Jesus now. Thank you. Some of my other friends said they want one too, if you can send more. Jared from Valdosta, Georgia. Powerful testimony. <laughs> Glory, oh, to God. God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thousands of young people have received Christ. Yeah. Thousands of young people, more than 25,000 yes. over the last 20 years. And so imagine the impact of getting the Word of God into Amen. the hands of of our young people. Listen, I'm, I'm all about it. If your kid is um, on this mission field, if, if your kid is there and you say that this is a mission for them, then that's equip what it them, is. Then, then it has to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a not a vacation. Field. It's, a mission it's not a vacation. Your kid is under attack every single day. Everything that you are teaching, presumably teaching and training your kid in, you're building them up in their most holy faith. Then when you send them off, just know that it's being torn down like Lego bricks, one piece at a time. <laughs> yes. And so you have you've got to equip, you've got to reinforce and you've got to live by example, as our brother just pointed out so beautifully. Yeah. Uh, two ways to get the Truth For Youth Bible. Um, you can go to truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com, or you can call 800-733-4737. 800-733-4737. If you're going to call, you can call between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Um, but if you go online and order, truthforyouth.com, you can do that anytime. The Bible is free with the agreement to give it away. Um, listen, guys, I, you know, this is um, all hands on deck time. Yeah. Yes. This is a rescue mission. 
right? Yes. <laughs> this, this is, we're coming to the aid of the believers, right? All across this country, what we try to do is to equip believers, to awaken believers and to stir them because of what is happening in this country. Mm. Don't just sit back and let your kids be. God has entrusted you with the gospel that you would get the gospel to them. Remember, this promise is for you mm -hmm. and for your children and for everyone who afar off yes. the Lord will call. Amen. All right. Amen. Again, truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com or call 800-733-4737. We are out of time. But until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.